welcome back to another episode of The Age of Social Media. My name is Carolina Bryant, and in this segment of my series, which is outlining the implications of social media use, I'm going to talk about how social media affects our sense of identity. Instagram posts, Facebook, the uprising of selfies, and so many newfound norms are a major way we put up an image of how we want the world to view us. We've all been told before that social media isn't a reflection of a person's real life and to take everything with a grain of salt. But what does it do to our subconscious? Is it really possible not to place some level of identity and personal importance in our and others' social media accounts? It's funny. I remember when I began getting into Instagram as something serious around 8th grade or maybe my freshman year of high school. I would take a million pictures of myself trying to get the perfect one to post for my 200 followers, which mostly consisted of people I never spoke to on a day-to-day basis. But I guess that was the point, because I was looking for validation from people who didn't really know me and didn't provide me a feeling of acceptance like my friends did in real life. Looking back at them now, it's hilarious how much time and effort I put into them because I look like your typical, awkward, pimply, scrawny, overly filtered 14-year-old girl. Of course, I'm over there thinking I had finally nailed a picture that was going to get me all the likes of my dreams. But the problem I recognize now is that I wasn't getting validation for who I truly was as a person. I was getting validation for someone who I wasn't, an overly filtered, posed kid with a cringy caption that I thought about for over 20 minutes. Unfortunately, at 13, 14, 15 years old, I wasn't able to recognize the difference, and I accepted the image that I was putting out to the world as who I was. I accepted every comment and like as an infallible reflection of my identity. This is just one of the ways social media skews our identity, especially in a a really impressionable time of life when you're trying to figure out who you are and where you belong in this world. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one who placed an exuberant amount of value in my social media accounts at a young age with the intention to, sh- to shape how other people viewed me. I can't believe that one either. There's a lot of research to back up my own personal experience. An article published by Penn State writes, In effect, media offers numerous interpretations of what is beautiful, sexy, attractive, and appropriate. Young people are especially vulnerable to these influences. Monago from 2008 emphasizes that one's adolescent years are a critical time for identity formation. According to Goffman, individuals develop a sense of self from creating an impression they wish to give to others. Adolescents and emerging adults, those who are in the age period between 18 and early 20s, rely on their social contacts to figure out who they are. With the emergence of social media, this process has been moved into the virtual sphere. As a result, the individual may be tempted to construct a false self-presentation in order to be more like their peers. This might be built on the false contracts that are offered by the media world, concepts of what is appealing, pretty, good, and tempting. All aspects of one true self which do not conform to these notions may be put aside and rejected by the individual. In my opinion, the ability to construct a tailored image of who you are is damaging to the young and developing generations. They produce a view of themselves that is not sustainable and likely leads to self-disappointment and a disconnect between who they are and the feedback they get from others in the real world. Jill Emanuele 
a clinical psychologist at the Child Mind Institute, emphasizes that teens who have created idealized online personas may feel frustrated and depressed at the gap between who they pretend to be online and who they truly are. This can be confusing and lead to further insecurity and lack of identity. Social media has grown past just simply interacting with people from your school, work, or town. The age of influencers has created a whole new genre of celebrity, similar to the Kardashians, that young people watch on a day-to-day basis. It is not unusual and almost mandatory that these people appear to have perfect skin, flat stomachs, toned waist, silky smooth hair, and the wardrobes of a fashion designer. Of course, this kind of image is a configuration of fillers, Photoshop, makeup, and hair teams, perfect lighting, and high-quality photographers. Unfortunately, they create a standard of what is normal, and the average middle school or high school kid is left wondering why they are lesser than normal. In reality, normal is uneven skin, a few pimples here and there, an extra layer of fat on the thighs, and unplumped lips. This culture is dangerous because it sets an unrealistic beauty standard that makes very normal people feel insecure and not enough in their own personal lives. Even among their own peers, social media puts up a front that makes it seem as though everyone else is having the time of their life except you. Of course, this isn't the case, and it's just the image that's being projected. The phrase duck syndrome was coined by Stanford University after a series of college students committed suicide. The term alludes to a duck vigorously flapping his feet under the water to stay afloat, while appearing to effortlessly glide across the water. Among the students who committed suicide, many of them appeared perfectly happy and content on social media. Their pages were littered with inspirational quotes, fun with friends, and plenty of smiles. But it is clear that they were deeply struggling emotionally. It's important to understand how easy it is for people to present an image that completely contradicts the reality of their life. When we forget how unauthentic social media is, we easily fall into a trap of comparing ourselves to someone who is essentially a fictional character. I struggled with this a lot in high school. I felt the need to always be hanging out with people just so I could prove my life was as fun as everyone else's. I didn't feel comfortable Snapchatting people if I wasn't doing something fun because I didn't want people to think less of me. I took everyone's social media accounts as a true reflection of their lives and used that to beat myself down. I wish I had realized how much of how much of a show social media is at a younger age, and I think it's important that we make that message very clear to young people so they don't have to go through the same emotional strife me and so many others did. I hope this information has you reconsidering your social media usage and maybe digging deeper into its actual value. I know social media is deeply ingrained in our lives, but it's important to acknowledge the effects it has on our psyche, even if they're subconscious. I hope this podcast encourages you to remind the people around you, especially young people, how unauthentic social media can be. Thank you for listening.